This season is brought to you by American Murder Song. Stay tuned after the show for more information. This podcast contains adult situations, horror themes, and disturbing content. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Enjoy! Welcome, my darling, to episode 18 of The Blood Crow Stories. Something is going on. I don't know what. Everything feels really tense and off. But I'm going to keep working until someone tells me otherwise. The egg pods in the hatching room had to get completely moved. Not like you care, anyway. But I was hatched in that room, and it's a bit strange that they would relocate all the egg pods so suddenly. Dalian Bray has been more present lately. I'm keeping my head down. Whatever is going on, I want no part of it. last barricade in place. Not a damn sight too soon, neither. I doubt we have a scrap stool left over in town for another, let alone another cart. I wager once bullets start flying, folk would give us the doors off their houses if it meant they got to keep out of it. Do you think it'll really come to that, Sheriff? This killer ain't seemed too keen on facing a fair fight so far, and we've got near half the town lined up against him here. Half the... Jameson, I appreciate you and Jordy helping us, but... I told you to put the word out that everyone was to stay indoors and out of sight. Try telling that to 25 men gathered in my church, waiting for orders. They're not going to just sit back and wait for someone to save them. This is their town to defend. And no offense, Sheriff, but y'all haven't exactly been the Calvary so far. He's got a point, Sheriff. We can't protect everyone and still hunt the apostles at the same time. Hell. So far, we've barely been able to protect ourselves. And even with these barricades, there's still two ways into town. You'll split yourselves too thin trying to cover both of them. Be smart, Sheriff. You need the extra hands. And you probably have a riot on your hand if you tried to send them home at this point. Uh, damn it. You're right. I don't like it. Coming back here was supposed to put us on even footing, not put the entire town in danger. The town was in danger whether you came back here or not, Eli. You can't shoulder the burden alone, nor should you feel you have to. Just tell us how we can help, and we'll do it. (sighs) Fine. Thank you. Jameson, go with Father Samuel to the church and organize the men there into patrols. No less than five men in each group. And if you see Everett, let him know we'll need to move our ammo and guns there. It's the center of town, so I suppose it makes sense to stage our defenses there. Just make sure the patrols rotate in and out and they get some rest, yeah? This might be a long night, and it won't matter how many men we have if they all exhausted. Mm, good thinking. That should go the same for us. Jordy, no one is to leave town until this is over. We don't know what's waiting out there, and I don't want to send anyone into a trap. You might get some fussing about that, Sheriff. Clyde came in from the ranch, and he'll be wanting to get back. You know how he is about that herd. And I saw James stop through at the Arcadia for dinner a bit ago. He's got a cartload of supplies from his route to take to the mine. No supplies are worth a bullet in your head. See if they want to help, but if not, we'll put them somewhere in town for the night. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is coming in or out. Start rounding up everybody who's coming. I want watches on all the barricades as well as the open road.
from what we talked about. Are you sure about this? People are dying. Damn straight, I'm sure. Sure about what exactly, Addy? Everett! <coughs> uh, ain't you got enough damn manners to know not to eavesdrop on a private conversation? Ain't you know better than to try and have a private conversation in a house with nine people sleeping in it? Wait, what's going on? The three of you look like you got caught goose and Father Samuel. Yeah, what we got is none of your damn business, Everett. We may have a truce, but that don't mean you get to poke your nose wherever you want now. It does if it affects all of us. What are you planning in here? We said it's none of your damn business. Now, do you want something or were you just looking for somewhere to be an asshole? Whoa, whoa, Jesus, Adelaide. Eli just wanted me to bring the extra guns and ammo to the church. Moving our base over there and a bunch of the town folk are going to be helping us. Barricades are up and we're forming patrols. All the guns? Every last one. You'll need a hand carrying them then. I'll go with you. Clem! It's fine, Addy. You and Jess just get ready and I'll meet you after. The rest of us are meeting on the south road. Where are you going to be, Adelaide? Right where I need to be, Everett Woodyard, and don't you doubt it. So, uh, Clementine, I... Don't even try it, Everett. I wasn't gonna ask, honestly. I know you only came to help me to get me away from Addie, but I'm not as stupid as you think I am. Well, wonders never cease. Clem, I'm serious right now. I'm not asking you to tell me anything. And I may not know Addie like you and Jessamine do. Not anymore, at least. But I do know that look on her face just now. She's going to war. Just tell me you aren't aiming to let Addie do something she's gonna regret. She's already lived with too much regret. Nobody lets or doesn't let Adelaide Callahan do anything. But just and me, well, we'll keep her safe as we can. Just try and stay out of her way, okay? I will. If I can. Load that rifle with one hand, what? Well, that's not exactly the way you're supposed to load it, for starters. You managed it while you were eating a sandwich with the other. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have been showing off a little. Just a little. I'm still gonna figure it out. Really? It ain't worth practicing. If you're in a hurry to get a gun loaded, then you're in too much of a hurry to risk dropping ammo. Here, let me show you the quickest way I know. You just pop a squat and rest it on your knees, like so. It looks easy when you do it. But I bet you never had to do it in a dress. <coughs> um, yeah. So, here. Uh, you try it. Rem remember to always check the chamber here first when you pick up a gun. What? Yeah? Do you really think they'll come? The apostles, I mean. Or the savior. Or Michael. They gotta know we're ready for them this time. They'd have to be just plain stupid to come for us now, right? Maybe. Or a whole lot smarter than we are. What do you mean? I guess... What if this is what they wanted? If they were gonna start coming after us in force, they'd have done it when we were alone out on the road. But they just keep sending one apostle at a time, even though they knew they'd be outgunned. So maybe that was another message. What if what they really wanted was to drive us back here? 
I ain't shook that feeling of being a puppet on strings since Avalon. We danced for them then, and we thought we got free of it, but what if they were just setting us up for the next act? And they already know the ending. That's... wow. Kinda wish you hadn't said that. Uh, I'm sorry, Maggie. I, di I didn't want to scare you. No, don't be. I didn't mean it like that. I just mean what you said. It makes sense. Like an ominous dark shit kind of sense, but we gotta consider it. We can't risk thinking we've got the advantage if they're using that to lull us into a false sense of security. Damn. Are you sure you want to be out here? I mean, if you want to go back to the church and help with the ammo, I'd understand. Absolutely not! I'm part of this team now, just the same as anyone, and I'm not going to go hide now. And just because you saved me once doesn't mean I need you to rescue me all the time. Don't you go thinking that I'm weak and that I need saving just because I'm a woman. <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it, Maggie. I can promise you that. Honestly, there ain't no one here I'd rather got my back than you. Oh. Well, then, I guess that settles it. <laughs> Me? Of course I'm not afraid. The Arcadia is the safest place in this town, mark my words. The only thing I'm afraid of is running out of whiskey at the rate you're drinking it. Oh, you know what they say. Drink for courage and all that. <laughs> then, sweetheart, you ought to be the bravest man in town by now. Well now, sugar, I didn't expect to see your face in here tonight. What can I do for you? Anything you want in particular? <clears throat> um, no, ma'am. I mean, Darla. I just came to let you know that the sheriff's ordered the town on lockdown, just in case the Savior's men are waiting outside of town. Anyone in here is going to have to stay until we get things all clear. Are you going to be all right here? We'll be fine as frog hair here. This is the only full brick building in town. And we got a door to our basement that'd take horses to break down. Besides, Clyde and Garrett volunteered to help keep watch so we won't be caught with our pants down. Unless someone's paying anyway. <laughs> but you're awful sweet to worry. There might be a few more people headed your way. We're trying to keep the houses on the outskirts empty, just in case. Will you be able to manage many more? Well, they might have to sleep three or four to a room, but I'm sure we'll manage it. If we can keep the ruckus to a low roar, at least. They do seem awfully... boisterous. I expected people to be more nervous. Don't go thinking they ain't scared, Mr. Blackthorn. But when you're waiting for the world to end, you can either sulk or celebrate, and I won't stand for any sulking under my roof. Ain't that right, Barry? I said, ain't that right? Ugh. You big lummox. Excuse me, Mr. Blackthorn, but don't worry. We'll keep everyone inside. I was talking to you, Barry. What are you staring out the window for? Fuck, I'm keeping watch. What do you think I'm doing? Uh-huh, sure. You're keeping a watch for Mr. Woodyard to walk by again, aren't you? Shut up, darling. You running your mouth like that. We'll be lucky to hear cannons right out on the doorstep. Excuse me, mister. You're with the sheriff and his crew, right? I I am. My name is Judas. Mine's James. I was just wondering, is there something I can do to help? I ain't from here, but I stop through about every week on my route. I wouldn't want to see any harm come to any folk here who didn't deserve it. We could use every man in this town. 
And that would be too many, and yet still not enough. Pardon? I... Nothing. We definitely need the help. Father Samuel and Jameson are organizing groups for patrol at the church. You can get a gun and ammo there if you need it. All your weapons are in the church? With Father Samuel's blessing. Though I don't know what God would think of it. I hope he understands. Sometimes God needs soldiers to carry out his will. He'll understand. Gotta move my cart, but then I'll head up that way and see what I can do. Thank you, brother. All right, listen up. I want lamps lit on every corner, down every alley, and by every door. If there ain't a lamp to light, let Jordy know, and he'll drive a post for a torch. I don't want a single dark hole anybody can hide in. Got it? What about the empty houses, Sheriff? They're beyond the barricades. We can't worry about them. Keep torches lit at the barricades and watch out. But best we can do is keep the perimeter tight. We can't watch every single square inch of Blackchapel. And there shouldn't be no one outside it to be in danger. Silver? Qu'est-ce que c'est, Sheriff? You and Everett are the best shots we got. Well, it's awful nice to be noticed. Not now, Everett. I want you two to split up and man both ends of the main road. Take whoever you need with you. I'll go with you, Silver. Yeah, uh... Thanks. Uh, suppose. Adelaide, would you, Jessamine, and Clementine organize an inner perimeter and guard it? If anyone gets past our outer defenses, you drop them where they stand. And where are you going to be, Sheriff? I need to be where I can be seen. Right here in front of the church. Wait, you're talking about using yourself as bait again. Oh, hell no, Sheriff. Ain't we already been over this? Look, it's me they want, and we all know that. If I'm out on the edge patrolling with you, I'll be in more danger than if I'm here, surrounded by guns on all sides. He makes a point. We'll be better off if we can draw them to the center of our strength, and they won't come close for anything but Eli. You aren't seriously going along with all this. You don't want him to die? Don't let anyone pass you. That's the point of all this, ain't it? Otherwise, we're all just wasting our time. Sheriff, you can use my car to help lock the road here at the church. That ought to give you one more point of cover as long as nobody messes with the mine equipment I got on it. It's worth more than I make in a year. Thank you, James. Go ahead and get it in place, and we'll make sure everyone keeps off it. Maggie, Wyatt, I want you two to keep watch from the steeple. From that perch, you should be able to see better than any of us. Pardon me, Sheriff, but fuck that. I'm gonna be right here with y'all. You don't need more than one set of eyes up there. Hold up. You want me to sit pretty up there and play lookout while y'all are down here risking your lives? What part of I'm all in are you not understanding? Put some other bird up there in your cage. I'm sticking with white and no argument. Ha! <laughs> Très bon, ma petite chou. Alright. Father Samuel, can you find someone to post in the tower? We've got nine women waiting just to hand out ammo. I'm sure a couple of them will be glad to handle it. Thank you. All right, then you two will be on horseback. And don't even try to argue with me on this one. I need someone to be able to get back and forth with messages, but I also need people ready to run down whoever tries to get away. That means you two will be on point for anything that goes down, so I'm not trying to protect you. I'm counting on you, all right? You know you can count on me, sir. On us. I know I can. All right, everyone. It's time to get in place. Get a move on. And if you ain't sure where you're supposed to be, ask Jameson or Father Samuel. Hey, Everett, can I can I talk to you for a second? I got one more thing for you. Sure. What's left? Looks like we got this place wrapped tighter than a nun's ass. 
given your past life of crime, what would your instincts tell you if you were aiming to get into this place? Well, Sheriff, they'd tell me to stay the fuck away. Only an idiot or an army would consider coming here once they see our defenses. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. That's the problem. Are, are we having the same conversation here, Sheriff? How is that a problem? This ain't gonna end if they don't think they can get to me. If they don't come on now when we're strongest and most vigilant, we'll have to do this night after night and day after day. And they'll just wait until we're tired or until we get sloppy and then we don't see them come. It has to be now. You got a point. So what do you want me to do? Make a hole. A gap in the defenses somewhere down your end. Take James, Clyde, and maybe one or two others, but make sure they ain't from Black Chapel. If they don't know the town too well, then maybe they won't know to watch the gap you leave. Well, that's the real bait, ain't it? Not just you standing out here in the open like a goose waiting for the pot. I don't know, Sheriff. It couldn't endanger anyone I bring down there. Nah, I don't think so. Whoever the Savior sends isn't going to want to raise a ruckus until they got me in their sights. That ought to make it the safest place in Blackchapel tonight. And if they get through, what then? Then we'll have them pinned between you and the inner perimeter. Watch for them. If you see them slip through, send Maggie or Wyatt to tell me you need more torches wherever you think they're coming in. I'll know what that means. What if I actually need torches? <laughs> Get them your damn self. I'll have Father Samuel find James and Clyde for me. But Eli, be careful. There are a lot of innocent people standing between you and whatever the hell's out there. Don't worry. I intend to keep the target off their backs and on me. Hey, Silver, hold up. Judas, you go on. I need Silver alone for a minute. You sure you don't need me, Silver? Just go on. You can round up the others and get the damn torches started. God. Yeah, what you want, Adelaide? You, that's what. You've been off all day, and now ain't the time to have your head where it ain't supposed to be. What's eating you? <laughs> I see you done used up all your good bedside manner on Wyatt, eh? I'm dead serious. Now's a bad time to be distracted, and by the amount of asshole you just were to Judas, I'd say you're more than little distracted. It's on your mind. What the hell ain't on my mind these days? I'm try narrowing it down a bit. <sighs> well, I don't... I mean, what, what the hell does he want to stay by me for, anyway? Why the hell now? Who? Everett? Uh, I kind of got the impression that, uh, that he, uh... No. No, I ain't talking about that. I mean, Judas... After everything that happened, he told me he hates me, that he'll never forgive me. And yeah, I was okay with that, you know? I didn't expect anything less, and I sure didn't deserve anything more. So what's changed? Hell if I know. I was ready to keep my distance and do what I had to do to make it right. But now, every time I turn around, he there, and he been so goddamn nice to me. What the hell a man supposed to make from that, huh? What am I supposed to do? It almost feel like a trap. I think I see what you're saying. Honestly, Silver, I wouldn't worry about it. Hate's a hard emotion to hold on to for too long. Takes a lot of damn energy to keep feeding a rage like that, and some people just don't have it in them. I think our Judas is a little more of a delicate sort. Sure, he might have been angry enough to hate you when you confessed to him, but I doubt he's a sort to hold on to that feeling. Just not in him. But he can't forgive me. He shouldn't. Maybe. 
Maybe you don't actually have to forgive someone and still care about them. The heart's a right bastard that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you telling me. Bastard is a great word for my heart these days. And thinking about who might be out there waiting, short on help. I thought there might be something more. You worried Michael might show up for the Savior? More than worried. I can't stop thinking about it. About what I could say to him that might change his mind, or... Silver. He can't just be gone, no? I mean, not, not like that. Part of me keeps thinking that man in Avalon wasn't really Michael. <laughs> not my Michael. I can't help but believe part of him has got to still be in there. A person can't just up and become the opposite of what they always been. <laughs> can they? I wish it were that easy. We don't know what the Savior did to him, Silver. We don't even know how long he was with him. But what we do know is he does something to change people. Look what he did to Maggie's cousin. Hell, look what he nearly did to Judas. That's my damn point. Judas, weak as he is, he came back from it. God damn it, Michael is... was the strongest man I ever met. If Judas can break away, I know damn well Michael can. Well, that's where you're wrong, Silver. So wrong. You calling Judas weak? Well, that's just the kind of bullshit I'd expect to hear from some other muscle-brained idiot men. Not you. Judas came back from that because he's innocent and good with a heart big enough for all of us broken souls. And who don't know no better might mistake that for weakness. But you better believe that it takes a hell of a lot more strength to be good and kind in this world than it takes to sling a gun around and take what you want. And was your Michael ever that innocent? No. But he was good. In his own way. Well, I'm sorry to say it, but he's got a new way now. And that new way is getting innocent people killed. You have to understand that if Michael comes walking in here, he still ain't gonna be your Michael. That man's gone, Silver. I ain't gonna let him take you down with him. Now, if he does come here, we'll probably have to put him down. I can't pull the trigger on him. But nah, I won't get in your way if you gotta do it. Hey, James, go check with Maggie and see if there's been any news yet. Sure thing, boss. God damn. How much longer are we going to be out here, Everett? As long as it takes, Clyde. You got a problem with that? We've been holed up in this fucking alley for nearly six hours now, and no sleep, and the sun will be up soon. It ain't nobody coming tonight now, and I'm tired of smelling piss. Nobody said you had to keep pissing in that same corner. Ah! Not like me and James can even see anything back here. You're the only one with a view. Well, we don't want to be seen. You want to stand out there in front of the torches? You'll make a right pretty target for any shooter out there in the desert. Go ahead. Be my guest. There's a message for Clyde at the other end. Came with a the girl. They're keeping her down there for safety, but she said she's up from the ranch. My Jenny? Those sons of bitches hurt one hair on her head. Hey, calm down, calm down. Ain't nobody down there who'd hurt her. Go on, Clyde. 
Looks like you get to get out of this after all. Uh, now, now, don't go thinking I won't do my part if it comes down to it. We may stay out at the ranch, but this is my home too. You hear me? But my family comes first. I hear you, Clyde. And I understand. You did good tonight. Well, Clyde was right in one regard. It has been a hell of a long, quiet night. No other news at all from Maggie? Nah, but I did send her back to the sheriff with some news from you. What? What are you talking about? On your knees, sinner. You son of a bitch. You're a fucking apostle, ain't you? You've been sitting here with us the whole night? What the fuck have you been waiting for? Just gathering information. Moving little pieces here and there. <laughs> it was a lot easier since you invited me to join your little posse. Hell, you handed me the locations of all your watches, all your plans. I just have one thing left to do before I get you all wrapped up in one place nice and neat. I suppose I ought to thank you proper for the part you're about to play in that. <clears throat> there. Stay out long enough and you might get to live. You keep pacing a circle like that, you'll have a new well by morning. I'm sick of sitting still. We ain't seen hiding a hair of them yet. Why the hell ain't they come for me yet? Relax, Eli. This place is buttoned up tight, and that's according to your own plan. How else do you expect this to go? Nobody can walk in or out of here. Yeah, it's not as tight as it looks. I took care of that. Should lead them right to me. Let me remind you, my wives are standing on the paths that lead them to you. If you're hiding something that'll put them in more danger than I promise you, the Savior is the least of your worries. Shh, not so loud. Look... I told Everett to leave a hole uncovered, but to make it look like we got sloppy, and to watch it in secret. He's the only one who knows, and he'll let me know when the Savior's men find it and where they are. Nobody else knows, and nobody else will get hurt, I promise. And you couldn't even tell me this? If you had, I'd have been able to tell you up front that it's a stupid fucking plan. Do you seriously think they won't be able to smell a trap a mile off? These people been ahead of us every goddamn step of the way, Eli. Every step of the fucking way. from Everett. Finally, what is it? He said they spotted someone sneaking around the Corbin place. Looks like they were headed this way. Damn it! They're here. Just to mean Clem, we- Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Don't do anything. Let me think. That's not what he's supposed to tell me. Uh, Maggie, you sure that's exactly what Everett said? Well, James said it, but he said it came from Everett. Maggie, what the hell? Clyde just showed up at our end and said you told him his daughter was down there to see him. I said no such thing. I haven't even seen him all night. Well, he said James told him you said it. Shit. Damn it, it's James. He's been inside all along. Well, if Clyde's down with Silver, then Everett's all alone with him. All right, all right, everybody, pull back. Fall back here. They're inside the barricades. Wyatt, ride down and get Silver and his crew back here. Jameson, we're going to head to Everett's position. Grab some men from the church and get some more guns. Tell Father Samuel to keep everyone inside. Yes, sir. I'm on it. I'm coming, too. 
He gets hurt because of your idiotic plan. Uh, if he did, I'll no doubt have to pay for that sin as well. somebody is it shot I don't see any blood he's tied on somebody help me cut him down what'd he do to you everyone's coming back sheriff where did that shot just come from what man what the hell happened to Everett move let me see him we don't know yet I think the gunshot was to send the horse running in here with him tied on the saddle is he alive hey <laughs> you better hope he is Oh, thank God. He's breathing. <laughs> Everett, come on, mon ami. <coughs> Silver! God, am I glad to see you. W wait, where's James? Sheriff, James! James is apostle! Yeah, we know. We're bringing everyone in close to keep safe. You're bringing, every bringing everyone... Oh. oh, no. Sheriff. Sheriff, that's what he wants. All of us in one place. Get him out of here, Sheriff! Everett, what... No time! Get inside, all you! Damn it, move! <laughs> Can't leave the party yet, friends. The fun has just begun. Farewell, Sheriff, for the wages of sin is death for you and everyone you selfishly brought into this. It's a goddamn Gatling gun! Take cover! Everyone scatter! Jess! Clem! Run! Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 2, Black Chapel, is written by Ellie Collins, Ashley Chapel, and Zachary Valdo. Sound production by Scott Moore. Music production by Pete Thomasberger. And Foley production by Zachary Valdo. Our vocal cast includes, in alphabetical order, Angel Ash, Leif Ballard, David Benedict, Charlie Close, Ellie Collins, Trevor Garner, Laura Hauser, Evan Ivey, Daryl Lester, Lex Lewis, Gray Lynn, Brandy Mack, Judson Ragsdale, Ricky Robinson, Emily Thomas, Amanda Van Heil, Daniel Van Heil, Lindsay Van Pelt, Zachary Valdo, and featuring Joe Ravenson as Sheriff Eli Thomas. This episode features Justin Harless as Apostle James. This episode featured the song Pretty Lavinia, by American Murder Song. American Murder Song is a collection of original murder ballads by the star of Repo, the Genetic Opera, and songwriters of The Devil's Carnival. Check them out online at AmericanMurderSong.com, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Killing Place, and YouTube at American Murder Song. The Blood Crow Stories is recorded at ARTC Studio with assistance from Atlanta Radio Theater Company. You can find their own audio dramas at ARTC.org. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or the podcast app of your choice. Follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast, Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Blood Crow Stories, and Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories. Learn more about our show at thebloodcrowstories.com. If you like what we do and want to support our show, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash thebloodcrowstories. Thank you. Now, rest, sweet subject. <laughs>